It's uh, Mark Boyd. Uh, welcome to Awkward Philosophy yet again. Um, it's been such a long time, going through some weird things. Not even necessarily bad, you know what I'm saying? Last episode was, uh, you know, with a lot of cool and great people. Um, you know, what? That relationship ended? Oh, well. Well, we had an election. So many crazy politics times. I had to take a step back because I was like, man, things are getting wild. So let me just sit back and, and, and chill before I say something stupid, right? And, and of course, I shouldn't be afraid to do that. But also, it's just like, I don't want to be too ill-informed. And there genuinely isn't enough time to get this information and really let it digest. So uh, on this episode, I had a few friends that I haven't seen for a good minute. I was in the military uh, with them. Uh, They're both fathers, great dudes. Uh, I learned so much from them, and we got a chance to sit down and talk. So I hope that you guys enjoy. What's going on, man? No, me and Daniel got stuck. We couldn't figure out how to hang up on FaceTime. <laughs> you talking shit? I come in and I hear him talking shit. No, yeah. I said it took us a bit because we couldn't figure out how to hang up on FaceTime. Oh, you I was struggling. No, that oh, I was I like, what do I do? I was talking shit to Fez, and then I'm like, yeah, and I'm out, bitch. And then I tried to hang up, and I'm like squinting at the phone. I mean, what we're doing is pretty amazing if we really think about it. I mean, <sighs> doing think about think about hundred years ago. They wouldn't have been like, yeah, right. This is some, and what we're thinking about trying to do is 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 uh, difficult. So it's great to have you guys, man. Uh, I got uh, two great friends of mine, long time friends. Uh, one that I'm really getting back in touch with again, but the other one that I've been talking to for a while, uh, Danny and uh, Fess. Uh, how you guys? How's doing? it going? How's it going? Man, it's just good for me. <laughs> how are you guys day going so far? Uh, speaking of that, you might be able to hear it in the background. I apologize. I got two crazy ass kids running around the house. I'm sneaking away from the wife to nope. uh, jump on here. I never think that there should not be life going on. Like, why the fuck do think people think podcasts need to be in a vacuum? We children cry, dogs bark. I- yeah, but I'm ADHD, and they will steal my attention easy. Are, are you really ADHD? Um, yeah, dude, I'm more ADHD than you, bro. We want to argue about who's more retarded. Like that's that's it's a- it's terrible. It like it sucks to come to the realization because I'm like, wait a minute, it explains a lot of shit, right? It, you know what it actually is. Um, you know it's like your brain. If you actually have ADHD, it um, just moves too fast. Well, no, legitimately, your brain does not produce dopamine at the same levels as everyone else does. So the the um, just paying attention that gives everyone else that their brain gives them rewards for that. Your brain doesn't reward you for that. So you look for other things, other stimulation. Other stimulation. No you. shit. Yes. So I didn't know that. Yeah. It's actually how children learn is uh, by a dopamine. Uh, and so like if, if you like do like two plus two and you're like, oh, I figured out four. Kids get dopamine from learning. Exactly. Well, we're not getting, we're getting it from rewards, but we have to get it from 
on a on a fat, we're looking around at other things in the room in order to get that buzz because it doesn't happen from just like simply like the normal learning like that is happening. so let me ask you this like are you pretty much hooked on your phone like most of everybody dude it's i think it's worse for me yeah to be honest so can you go like first of all like i don't really talk to people or fuck with my phone very much right like it's always on me it's always near but i'm not actually ever really doing anything but for some reason like i can't even make it through an episode of a tv series without like having to reach over and click it on and look you know what i mean like and then it'll get to the point where i'll be like let me just jump on instagram where i follow a bunch of shit i don't care about and i'm gonna look through instagram and now here i am with a tv series i'm genuinely interested and i'm mindlessly scrolling through this shit for no reason at all all right you're almost more comfortable with two devices on right absolutely i'd rather have a bunch of shit going to bounce between Yes, because that one thing is gonna is probably gonna make you feel like this is not not that the show is bad, but I need another slight thing happening in order for me to for me to like really be mm-hmm. almost like present for everything. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but it's the it's the truth. And uh, if anybody is um, is anybody with ADHD, I wish I had a fucking resource that I can uh, point you to, but I don't right now. But I have a fucking person come on that actually knows more about a psychologist or some shit uh psychiatry but if you feel that i hope you connected with that and now we can share that i'm so happy to have you guys on we're already making connections it's great Fez, you- yeah well i was, I was gonna say though um i'm such an old person for being a young guy because i use my phone as you both know to call people i always call people i like that connection you I are the always- king of the phone call <laughs> i dislike social media can't do it. I don't feel like I'm talking to anybody. I feel like I'm yelling at a wall when it comes to social media and nobody hears what I'm saying. So I just like to talk on that one-on-one level. That's just me. I call everybody. Um, It's weird. Social media, I don't have a whole lot of followers, but it, if you are lonely, but you don't want to really give people access to you, it can suffice as a as an interaction. Someone leaving you posting something, and then if you had a lot of followers and you get eleven thousand likes or something, and then a couple mm-hmm. saying, "Wow, so great!" You can stim- you can give yourself a, a fake interaction vibe for a second, right? And people are living. That's it. true. But now, to go off of that kind of so like, I've I've been doing like this therapy thing, right? Like okay. I got home, got out of the Marine Corps, and I was like, I was just used to like, you say some shit, it gets done. You know what I mean? Like there was kind of that understanding, like if I told somebody that was beneath me do this, they would I like think at least have enough respect for me. If they didn't have the respect, they just knew that they had to do it. So I got so used to like do this and it would get done. And then you adjust to like being a civilian again and getting into this position. And I'm like, no, you're dumber than me. And you're telling, you know, so through that whole transition, but like, you're talking about getting likes and stuff and that's super satisfying and it fulfills that interaction with I completely 100% agree with but one thing that I have been dealing with like as I've been doing this therapy thing I only do it like every two weeks just to basically keep myself sane for my own personal reasons Mm -hmm. but like don't you feel like you should maybe consider trying to get that I don't mean you as in you specifically but don't you think it might be better to try and actually get rid of that desire to seek interaction through some mindless like like I'm kind of commending Fez at the same time like I talk shit all the time because he like 
hits me up on the phone. It's to the point where everybody at work is like, who are you talking to, Fez? And I'm like, yeah, it's just Fez, you know? <laughs> and like, it's like, because to the rest of the world, it seems like doing these sort of interactions with people like phone calls is like what coming to somebody's house and knocking on a door used to be. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we've re- you just, there's things like we're evolving into this like, out of touch but more in touch society and it's like if you could steer away like i have to say i'm more happy than i've ever been in my life and like i don't know a fucking thing that's going on with like most of the people that i've met throughout my life you know what i mean because i just distance myself from everything and like i'm actually pretty grateful for it so i don't ever feel the need to jump on there and do that and like i'll be the first to admit Back when I did Facebook and everything, like when I posted something, like why do you post shit? It's like I want people to think this is cool and then like oh, like right. it, like so then I feel good about me. And I'm like, I'm just searching for praise. Like, well, that's the thing too, though. Uh, social media, like when it first came out, I just remember like reconnecting with people, but the novelty of reconnecting with people, like from high school or like elementary. Yeah, that yeah. was off pretty quick, and then you realize I don't care what this person from in the third grade says. And I'm like, yeah, this guy grew up to be a real piece of work, and it's just like I don't want to hear what they have to say. And it's just like having all these people I used to know just was an empty thing. It was just numbers on a page. You have X amount of friends, you have X amount of followers, and it meant nothing. And uh, just so you guys know, I can start calling people quite a bit. I had a few people in my life commit suicide, and I was like, man, there was a lot of, like, I could have just picked up the phone and called. What was I doing? And that's why, like, I just scroll through my phone thing, just call people. You constantly, know, because it's like, I don't want that moment to ever happen again where a person, I, ne- I didn't take the time to reach out to a person. So it's very, it's, to me, it's, and with the veterans, there's so much mental illness, I just, feel like it's like my obligation to just call all the time see how people are doing it i think it's dope you said that like because i think you already know but like maybe mark doesn't but i had the same similar thing happen to like three friends since i've been home but one of them was also a veteran um and i was pretty close to the dude the the he was like i was closer to him than i was to the friends that i had left behind when i joined the marine corps and then uh, he ended up committing suicide And the reason why it affected me in the same way that you're saying was like, all it would have taken is a small action. For me, unfortunately, I actually received a phone call and he was like, hey, are you coming out tonight for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, But I was working the next day. um, And then that night he ended up taking Uh, his life. And so now every day I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, what was that, Mark? You, you don't know how important, sorry to cut you off, but you don't know how important that request of someone or being like, hey, man, just checking out to see. Exactly. You know, and when it's gone, it's good. gone. You know what I mean? Like, nothing is going to change it. And I don't think that reality ever truly sets in until the event happens. Like, my grandfather passed away a week ago. And, like, sorry, you know, he's, he's old. We found out two weeks before that that he was in the hospital but like it doesn't sink in till it actually happens you know what i mean so it's just a a simple phone call just connecting and talking like as much shit as i talk to everybody it's like everybody 
is like, oh, is that Fez? And that genuinely makes me feel good. Like I've got a friend that I haven't seen in fucking eight years. And like, we still have a really close connection as I'm sure you do too, because he is so good at keeping in contact. Well, when I, yeah, that he's doing the actual real human connection work. Uh, right. But I was saying that, and that's, there's, there is a difference between that. Someone doing a genuine call to check up on you and just seeing what's going on in your life versus someone you don't even know. These people are getting likes from people they never met before in their life. Right? Because Somebody that doesn't know shit about you. The like has, it literally fires a, fires neurons in your brain of like some satisfaction because it's a validation or it's it's something like that self-esteem you can crowdsource self-esteem and so i mean if we talk about the implications on the next generation or specifically on girls and things like that and how they feel you know how it, it, it you know it reestablish is self-esteem and like you know all these things we're gonna see we're gonna see you know what i'm saying people like you know really change and how they interact with each other and so by no means well is it also it, it conditions people like if you say hey i like blue and everyone's like oh that's the worst thing and you're like well i like pink and they're like everybody like praises you it conditions you to dislike something and go that's bad and to like something else and say well that's good because everybody else told me it's good you're being conditioned at a young age how to think the we're polarized dude we're being polarized into our own echo chambers i mean it's disgusting it's it's bad and every day i mean i might be where is it going like okay yes everyone's writing articles about it there's netflix movies about it but i just so that i'm not saying what everyone else is saying i try and think about what that is going to mean for tomorrow like what is a middle schooler right now how i look at I, like not that i just source through fucking middle schoolers uh social medias but i have like bro <laughs> careful yeah, there. You just letting that slip. Careful. You just letting that slip. No, but I have my brothers that that like were there at high. One is in, was in high school. One was in college. And so looking at how their friends and how they use it and things like that, you know, they're asking. They're using it differently than we are. Like they they are so much more tapped into how to how to get people to interact with you and what specific things does at such a young age. I mean, I'm I'm like i feel obsolete and not in that i feel like i'm out of touch with how to do that with seeing how to use it but then also some of them they're they're they don't have any pictures on there they don't have anything and all they do is interact through dms or share things with each other so it's like and they keep it very their circle very tight and they like the things they like so it's like you're gonna see i hope the, the implications is not too big you know but i you know we know uh so it's scary it's wild well, yeah, the internet's well, crazy, I, I man. That, do you, uh, do you, sorry, go ahead. I was just saying that uh, I feel like even more now, people have they, I say, they say they have found a voice, but I often feel like even when I started social media, that people were saying the same things over and over because they get stuck on a point and no one interacts on that point, mm. and they don't feel like so they like this guy becomes that. Uh, Ah, uh, the Epstein is, you know, uh, you know, Epstein didn't commit suicide guy, and this guy is now the Save the Planet guy, and I feel like social media paints us into smaller and smaller boxes, and you become that voice. I know you scroll, like, this person's doing this again, this person's doing this again, it almost feels like... Yeah, you're just a category, and I like drop down 90s, 
Yeah, they're more like the '90s cliche things, like oh, this person just you know they're like like those teen movies, like oh, there's the jock, there's this guy. There's now a social media version of that for each person, and it's well, it's just the real world shifting to online. It feels like like high have you high school have you online? It's all it is. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is. Like I don't know. I mean, Feds is in a different situation, kind of because like in the military like sure you got kids that are 18 19 coming in but like they're pretty much just fucking scared and doing whatever the fuck they're told right Right. but like do you right now mark ever interact with people like on a day-to-day basis that are younger like just entering like the workforce for example i don't so what i have noticed like i don't interact with a huge vast majority of them but like so I just do electrical work, right? But like we have apprentices and we are a union. So you're getting all of these apprentices cycling through your company all the time. So a lot of them are just getting out of high school and getting like their first real job, right? So I interact with a lot of 18, 19, you know, below drinking age type of uh, individuals. And the one thing I've noticed is like super smart, right? Obviously we all could have predicted that. We all could have known that you have the internet, like endless information at your fingertips for way longer than the rest of us did. But like the social skills are lacking and it's like weird, but I feel sometimes like I'm watching a like animal interact in, in society because like they're really smart and they're like you know hey you need to do this crunch these numbers like they'll calculate stuff they can go and do the work and everything but they won't understand like societal norms you know like if i've got my cart with all my stuff here on it and like you don't come up and take something out of my shit without asking me like the things that you would just normally know because like Back in the day, I would have walked over to Mark's house and interacted face to face. But now you just jump off the school bus, sit on your phone on the couch and talk to all your buddies. So like those normal interactions, I feel like aren't happening because like I try to be as nice as I can. But like it's weird, like it's just weird. I feel like every time it happens and on top of that, I build a lot of schools. So I'm constantly surrounded by high school kids and you just see like these giant circles of kids all around and all they're doing is sitting on their phone. You know, it's like everybody's just plugged in the internet. They're actually sharing things. That's them bonding. Okay. First of all, before we, before we go on to this, because it affects them as well. And I don't know, I, I, it says I had some some listeners of a younger age. So if you feel like, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you were feeling down or anything and you don't feel like you have anybody to talk to, um, you know, you haven't, you, please try reaching out to the people around you. But if that doesn't happen, there's a national suicide prevention line. Um, that's 800-273-8255. I just felt a, a need to say that out loud. Um, there's obviously a veteran one as well, but you know, you can try that one as well. I just felt the need. I need to say that really quickly. But amongst uh, when I do see some of them like interact and they sit in those big circles I mean like even though it's not as rowdy they are like sending things to each other and they are talking it's just so different than anybody else's like it's so like it's so I don't know and they still have all the same feelings they still have all the same 18 year old 17 exactly but it's like you cannot be you're weird if you jump up and like ah and be crazy like you should be being you're right yeah so man if they start like slap boxing in the courtyard everybody's gonna like stop and be like what the fuck and that used to be like a normal thing you know what i mean like 
And it's just, all it is, is I'm just getting older. You know what I mean? I'm not like, hey, you guys are fucking dumb because it's, it's not like that. It's just, for me, I find it weird because like Fez, my interactions were all face to face growing up, like before the cell phone. I would, uh, I would say that I think we often have this nostalgic feeling that we always interacted with each other. I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. When I was in junior high, I had a girlfriend that I only spoke to through notes. I would hold her hand, and I would never talk to her one time. I didn't have the confidence to talk to her while we were dating. It's crazy. And we would write notes. And then, you know, when I get home, I, or I, when I get home, I'd go to my buddy's house. I hop on AOL Messenger and I yeah. message her. And I, would, I would communicate through that way. And uh, yeah, I, with a little door sound when you left the. Uh, but I say that that's always been a thing, and it is just a better way so they can actually communicate quicker instead of like the "Do you like me? No, I like you." You know those type of things. But I don't think kids have ever really had the confidence that we thought we did. Um, because I, I sure didn't. Yeah, I guess since the advent of really. But I never thought I did either. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, since the advent of, of uh, social media, I mean, not social media, but just even like internet and, and AOL Messenger, we've all been, uh, we've all been like kind of had an opportunity to message people while you're at home. And so, yeah, I remember AOL Messenger. Quick, funny story, actually, man. And I don't know. Um, my mom catfished me one time. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah. So I was uh, upstairs in my room on maybe a Saturday. It might have been a Sunday. It would it would have made more sense if it was a Sunday. And I'm on uh, some mess, some group chat or some, you know what I'm saying, whatever, message board. It's popping. So many people are in there. It was very easy to find some girl say age sex location they asl yeah asl you guys get to talking you start talking nasty she may send you a picture and i was like 13 okay and i it was easy to do that right yeah but it took like seven minutes for the picture to come in it took forever right right (laughs) so uh but but i'm saying you could do the shit well i was uh so one time i was in there and i was doing that shit having fun talking nasty just like pouring my little preteen heart out or just whatever getting all my whatever and so um i was telling girls that i was six three light skin with green eyes and that i played football Okay. And so, <laughs> oh, so you're talking about the random chats, not yeah. like with people you knew. No, random. Oh, okay. Or gotcha. anything, right? Okay. So, uh, I'm in the Wild West. Get a message from somebody, and then um, I go back and forth with them. Um, we're talking. They ask me what my favorite position is. I say doggy style. I tell them, you know, what I look like and shit like that. And then, you know, it's time to go. Oh, we talk uh, like uh, not real nasty, but slightly nasty. And that's it. And then I get off. Now, then my parents are like, all right, we're going to church. So we go to church. We're in church. The pa- the preacher is pastoring, all right, up there. And my mom writes on a note, so what's your favorite position? Bro. I- yeah, right. Oh, no. Obviously, my head. You just left your shit on? I was like, what? And then she plays with me. She toys with me. Like, um, yeah, like what the pastor's saying. What's your favorite position on what the pastor says? Obviously, I'm sweating. My brain is like, I'm having a mouth. I'm like, yo, what? And then she just gives me these dirty mob looks. I know what you did, you little piece of shit. Right? 
And the rest of the time, she's just like, mm-hmm. And like, we're about to fuck you up. Then we get in the car. After I gotta listen to the rest of the sermon. And the pastors in there talk about just like, and you're watching porn. And you're <laughs> your pornographic you're material. Just talking about everything. And she's like, yes! Like screaming and shit. <laughs> Dude, it was the worst. And like, said, like as if she said, "Yeah, Pastor, um, we're gonna bring this little motherfucker in here, and I want you to say this." It was like to me, bro. And Mark, mm-hmm. you a dirty little motherfucker in them chat rooms, he might know. So we get in the car. She cusses me out. They go home. You know what I'm saying? They they put some hands to me or whatever, and I get on punishment. And they're just like, "So you on there telling motherfuckers this? You are not 16. You are 13. <laughs> this, 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 and just going in, bro. Oh my gosh." And yeah, that she was wild. Why did she have to? Why did she have to go such an insidious route of finding me in a chat room? You know, but whatever. Funny shit. Did uh, she really find you in the chat room, or did you just like I, leave your shit logged on? I, I kind of thought that maybe you just left it open and she just saw everything. No, bro. She was downstairs on the me from a person. She set up a, a, her own message purse thing. And, and not that she not that she was on the message boards she went downstairs set up her own thing found out what my name was probably I left it found out what the name was that I was chatting on found oh. started you know yeah mm. yeah bro that's funny yeah that is that's insane you know what I'm gonna throw it out there what year were you 13 what year was that Oof. 2000 it had to be 2002 or 3 when mom was on it, man, 2002, my my parents wouldn't even be able to turn on a computer. So you're, I'm impressed with your parents. They had it. They had it together. Pretty savvy. I'll give her that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it was some smooth shit. They got me. Good on them. I, I think about it now, like, how dumb was I to even get caught in that? Like, how dumb? Right? Yeah. Like, rookie, rookie, rookie. Like, I could have found out oh i could go for days about things that i got caught doing and i'm like how did i think i was gonna get away with that yeah um and it's great technology we're talking about technology so things are we're about to have neural link soon y'all think y'all gonna use that no you wouldn't put your room and say lights on uh turn on oven uh air conditioner here this you put fuck with that no, like, oh, absolutely. I mean, it, I, I would if it worked, like, but think about like connecting to Bluetooth right now. Like, you're gonna hook up everything in your house on some shit that you're gonna be screaming at. Like, I literally threw my Alexa in the trash can in a fit of rage because, like, it won't do what I say 50% of the time. You're gonna hook up your whole house to that? Uh uh-uh. uh. For my own brain, absolutely. Dude, like you can't. You, are you too lazy to walk in and flip on a light switch or walk over to your stove? Like, no, I just want to become like a super villain and just have like <laughs> an army of appliances, like the microwave, put it on some wheels, control stuff. Okay. Heck yeah, I'm all about it. I mean, that's where we're going. That's. I mean, you got an Alexa, which is a sign that either someone bought it for you. Or you were like, damn, that's fucking super convenient. I want to be able to scream out and like turn my lights on or whatever. I mean, exactly. I gave it a shot. And then I was like, eh, not for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm not against it. Like, everybody's concerned about, you know, everything these days. Like, the microwaves, the FBI, the CIA's listening to your shit. I don't really care about any of that. 
but like I want it to do the thing that it's supposed to do consistently. Like if I have to constantly like go over and fuck with it, like I personally would rather just get up, turn on the light switch and be done with it because I know that like I flip the switch and it's on. I don't want to be like, hey, Alexa, and scream at my phone nine times to turn the lights off at night. But if it worked like oh, really yeah, well. Yeah, realize the light bulb burnt out. Yeah, right. You just scream at your phone for a burnout light. But uh, Neuralink is in your brain, though. They're going to put wires in your brain. You just think it. True. That's what I'm saying. That That's what rare would be. But all these things, you know, you're an electrician, and I don't know how handy you are besides that. But, I mean, this is how bad... How bad is it that we're like losing all these skills? You know what I'm saying? Like it was not uncommon for everybody to know how to work on cars. Everybody to know how to build a house. Everyone knew how to sew and these like very normal to the to the core, like rudimentary skills that I feel like we're losing because of technology. That's a good question. How bad is it getting? Are we just gonna be fucking, you know, loading? I think I think it's only bad like we have to progress forward, right? Like as you get older, like it's harder to accept progress because like, it's just harder to understand shit. Like, I don't even know how to use the new windows anymore. I realized when I tried to log in for school, I'm like, I don't know how to click on any of the folders, any of the files, any of the shit. And I'm like, so advancing and losing those skills, I don't think is a bad thing, but throw in an apocalyptic scenario and then like you're really fucked you know what i mean like if everything stopped right now and like you know coronavirus kills 75 percent of the population if you don't have those skills at that point then i think it's a big deal but like technology is getting so easy and convenient that like certain things like you would have never thought you would just use a like a impact screwdriver instead of just a hand screwdriver but like they're pretty reliable it's pretty much the only thing anybody uses now right. and then pretty soon that will be outdated with some like fucking laser saw or some shit you know what i mean yeah. like eventually things become so commonplace that like the last shit is just archaic yeah very true yeah no i agree and but i'm not that's, that's so true yeah you think uh you think you know yeah tesla spacex just goes to the moon on a fucking on a wednesday and shit uh, you, you think that uh space travel is something that we could be seeing in sometime soon i mean it's already there uh -oh. huh? i can't wait i can't wait i would let you know going to space would just be like the ultimate dream like I want to see the. I want us to be able to go in, into space, and every single person, just so the flat earthers can see how silly they've been. Is it sad that like the ones like I'm not afraid of too many things in life, and not that many things make me like scared. But like I'm really fucking scared that I am not going to be able to like see space before I die. Like I feel like we're in that weird zone in between when it's going to actually be possible. I think our kids will actually realistically be able to see space. And like you said, see that it's fucking round and just end the thing.
Bro. I don't know. That's that that actually that wasn't a fear of mine until you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss the fuck out. We're gonna be my dad like right? just got my kid. Just got back from the moon, Dad. It was great. That's you Exactly. Kid. They're just gonna be we're gonna be pissed. And think about it. He's got like seventy more years after I'm gone, probably. Like it's very likely it could be a thing for him. And I'm like, I'm just fucking bummed. I couldn't have been born like 50 years later. Could you imagine like going back in time and like you're in Europe and America was like space? You're like, yo, we go over here and they have everything. There's these different people. There's land. There's, you know, buffalo and all these other things that they're describing. It just had to feel like they went to a different oh. planet. Like it was an impossible journey. If you could go to space, but you never came, like you knew you're not coming back. Like it's a one-way fucking trip. Would you do it? If I could. Depends on my mood. Depends on my mood. Um, it depends on what they, what I'm bringing with me or what's going to come. And like, there's so many circumstances. Like, will I have Wi-Fi? Will I have <laughs> bitches? No, bro, you're like you're just gonna go see it for a little bit and die. Like Yeah. I mean, it's still I'm still I'm still thinking we're that like, traditional means of transportation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, will there be food? What kind of food are we gonna be eating? Will I will there be bitches? Like space food and shit. Like like an astronaut boy you if you could be an astronaut and go to space, would you do it? But you died. No. Okay. Answers my question. Yeah. No, I'm cool on that. But I die. How how long do I get to live? You know what I'm saying? If I get like 20 years exploring space, absolutely. I would like my wife and kids to be able to come. That'd be my right. my thing. But I think my kids would be like, they would just murder me after like having to be forced to just be around me all the time. I've been watching. Have you guys watched The Expanse on Amazon? No. No, so I'm I'm a I love sci-fi like cheese dick sci-fi all the way to like good modern day sci-fi. The Expanse like it plays on a lot of ideas that like Fez has been talking about for like some of the book ideas that you've got going on for your sci-fi book. But like every time they show that scene or those scenes rather of space like where they're outside of a vehicle or a vessel of some sort. And it's like, I realize it's just Hollywood effects or whatever, but when they show like the vastness of space, I get like this giddy feeling in my stomach because I'm like, to think about the actual amount of shit we don't know and the actual size of like space, like we are limited in our everyday thinking about like earth, right? Like. Hey, China, that's a fucking far way away, right? And then we think about like the moon. It's like, yeah, the moon's really far away. But what blows my mind is you could literally like point a laser beam and shoot it in one direction and it could travel for like light years forever with never running into something. Like the amount of vastness is so fucking mind blowing to me. And I don't know why, but like it's just hard for my brain to comprehend to the point where like when I start thinking about it I get like a weird almost like a vertigo feeling just trying to think about what it would be yeah, like to the... just flo float in the middle of nothing and have no control of yourself if you were just floating there breathing like 
fucking scary. How long? Do you know how long a light year is? No, but I know it's a really fucking long time, and you can literally like, like four point two years. Like uh, how far like a, a beam of light will travel in like four point two years? And that's like the a like that. light year is like fifty-two million. Okay, bro, it's like some million or maybe trillion miles. That's that's what I'm saying, right? And like oh, we're like yeah. there's millions of light year like the fucking amount of like and then you got people out there like yeah nope there's an edge of space like fuck you you idiot this plant like antarctica is a fucking outpost for the cia to keep it like how fucking retarded can people be but like i guess do your thing sometimes i wish i was yeah i like it's, it's i always i always love it is six i was gonna say i always love those old sci-fi Oh man, I keep stepping over you. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. It's six trillion miles, bro. <laughs> See? And you could literally, like, it's just fucking mind blowing. Six trillion miles, bro. So, in order to go one light year, uh, is the moon even a light year away? <laughs> no. Thank you. I'm thinking, like, in order, if, the, if, if, Anything in our solar system are like no, they're not because the sun re- reaches everything. So, exact like yeah, because yeah, exactly. <laughs> like six trillion miles, like that's that's ridiculous. Well, you know, sun what I mean? doesn't like, touch parts of the of our solar system, right? Doesn't it like like barely touch Pluto? Uh, yeah, and that's uh, probably why they like the size and then all those other factors. Like, I think it's still removed from the planet yeah. list. I think I think we're sitting on eight. Yeah, 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 it's true. Well, you know, I was gonna say, you know, it's crazy. It's like you think about all this vastness and all the infiniteness, and then you think about how space is portrayed in like Hollywood. And for some reason, our brains are so like we can't comprehend it that in like every sci-fi show, there's an edge of space. So we've reached the edge. Right. It's like we're so silly. We can't. We just can't. But exactly. they always they always usually throw in the like we're on the edge of deep space like they're leaving the nearby space to go into the unknown deeper space. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like deep, deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. In the movie world, you just explain anything with some stupid garbage. <laughs> that is true. You do. I I love Hollywood explanations of poor plot premises. Oh, guys, sorry. So I just, I just dabbed and like I had this brain thought and I just wanted to spit it out before I lose. Um, so I was thinking going off of like this whole like vastness of space and everything. Um, and I had this thought like we all know that we all orbit the sun and do all this stuff, right? And that individual planets are rotating and like one, one year on Earth is like seven seven years on jupiter is one earth or vice versa etc like things affect different so with global warming and all these things i was thinking the thought of like what if so if you thought about earth and everything like you ever seen men in black at the end like it's like aliens flicking around marbles. right yes yes and those like they're just playing marbles that are like different galaxies and fucking mm-hmm. universes what if like so dinosaurs went extinct climate change right and like there's the people that are like, fuck no, climate change, like, no. And then there's like the people are like, we're gonna fucking die right now if you don't do shit, right? right? And I fall I fall into the category that like, I don't know shit about shit, but we should probably like 
do something better because like we might as well yeah you know but if you think about it like a lot of people's argument is always like i think it's cyclical you know like i think it's cyclical and it's like okay if if i were to dive into your line of thinking like this basically how i came to this conclusion is like if you think about the dinosaurs whenever the fuck that all their shit happened ice age asteroid all that stuff but it earth is just rotating around the sun but what if the, our entire galaxy our known like space was just one marble that was no different than earth spinning around the orbit of another larger sun or object that we don't have a name for or don't understand you know what oh, I mean? oh, oh. and we're just happen happening to pass into like the winter of the orbit but it's on a different ball rotating around another larger Wait, our ball. solar system is going around another sun possibly yeah or or whatever the object is right like maybe it's called something else maybe it's you know like a sun is a star so i wouldn't imagine a star rotating like but like whatever that say that there's like nine million planets right and that's one galaxy say that galaxy was like in one little orb and then like it was just part of another galaxy and it was just rotating around somewhere else right what if our galaxy is just rotating on this bigger scale and now we're moving from like the the fall into the winter and that's why climate change is doing its thing you know it sounds completely ridiculous but we wouldn't know. like there's planetary weather almost or it goes and cycles itself or, or yeah because like i think we think we always think about like what we know right and then we think about well what's bigger than we know but like we don't often think about what's bigger than the bigger than what i know thought that i had and i think that like that's what keeps us from progress that's why you have people like elon musk that if you refuse to believe that like there's anything that can't be done and he's like fuck you i'm going to mars and the fucker's probably going to do it you know so we have a tendency to try to rationalize everything we everything we try to explain everything with our finite knowledge. Yeah, because we don't want to feel dumb. To what we can measure. Exactly. And there's so little people go, we don't know why that happened. And it's, it's crazy that there has to be an answer. Like, we're so angry. Like, even now, we're like, people are yelling at Fauci for being wrong and all this other stuff. Like, scientists need no. to answer these questions. Like, that's not how science works. You totally. got to study and you got to be able to replicate these things. And if you can't, if, you know, just because we can't measure something yet doesn't mean that we won't be able to measure something in the future. But it's weird that we try to rationalize everything with our tiny scope of knowledge. Yeah, or quantify things. Okay. And it's like, if you don't have the understanding, you just can't. Do you think that everybody should have access to, uh, like, any information they want? Yes. I think that there's downfalls. Mm. Like, there, I think there's downfalls to it, obviously. Like, you're going to get extremists, right? Like, you get people that go around hating groups of people that they've never fucking even seen or interacted with, right? And like they fucking hate them to the point where they're willing to spend the rest of their life incarcerated in some fucking fuck me in the ass prison. And it's like, yeah, they got that from reading a book. And, you know, there's the extreme that side. But like, if you take away information from people, like you're stopping the advancement of not only like society, but individuals. Like, I appreciate the fact that like I can look up and obtain all the knowledge that I want to 
with unlimited access readily at my fingertips for free. Like it has helped me exponentially in my life. Could you imagine driving around still now and not having GPS or somebody being like, yo, come meet me here. And like, you had to fucking pull out a map and look at it still. Bro, there's countries, there's countries that do not have. That do that. I realize yeah. that, but I'm just saying like, there's so many things that like, if you take away knowledge from people, like, I think knowledge is the most valuable asset that there is in the world. But, like, okay, knowledge you, is great. Yes, but information, as far as you know, you can be reading, you can be taking excerpts of whatever, some super problematic, you know. Oh no, sorry, I guess I misinterpreted. What no, no, no. Saying. You, you, you said what you said in the right way. I don't think it's wrong. There's knowledge. And there's information that can you you have access to, and that's beautiful. But with that comes the bad shit too. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, if you're a reasonable person that can look at everything and be like, "Wow, that science makes sense, and that information makes sense in accordance with that," or this, "Wow, now this with this information." But if you read a whole bunch of fucked up shit, right? If you read a whole bunch of fucked up shit, and that's the first thing you read, or you're not somebody that's like a critical thinker or something like that. Well, now, what? Now you're going to be like, damn, this is super. Let me go take rhetoric to something else. That's true. But then you're getting you're getting into the old lifelong fucking old people argument about like parenting. You know what I mean? Right. So like there's that's the thing. It's like, sure, you can like do all of those things. But like ultimately, like knowledge is is what you do with information right so like if you censor the information you're still in some way impacting somebody's knowledge because they need that information and i understand what you're saying about like oh that's a tough one right <laughs> like so this is uh this is how i see it i'm okay with somebody doing heroin on the street they're an adult they can make their decisions right and then this is Speaking strictly for adults, I think you, you should limit what your kids are able to find on the internet. But I think we need to stop making decisions for other adults, and we need to stop enforcing our own decisions on other adults. Yeah, if they don't agree with you, you write those people out of your lives, and you know you you deal with that. But I don't want what I believe to become you know persecuted. You know, and eventually, if there's a group of, you know, 10,000 people that don't like what I believe, I don't want to not be able to, to look up stuff that I believe okay. in. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a flip side of that coin. So, and I also think that we shouldn't want to control each other. Okay, so let me ask you this. Side is right. If you... Yeah. Okay, so you've got two different... Ah, uh, Fuck. It's still too hard. Like, so Mark, if, if you were to censor some of this information, right? So how many, let's just think of it as like, um, your extreme example, right? You get somebody that reads like some crazy shit and pulls like a school shooting yeah. or something tragic, yeah. like because they read fucked Which up happened. shit, right? Yes. And I am not going to deny that obviously happens, has happened, will happen, whatever it may down be. Pandemic. But it was happening all the time. But, but now think about if you took away that information, think about all the good things that have happened from people that have access to information that they didn't have to pay to. Do you think that the the amount of like crazy shit that's like 
neo-Nazis, hate groups, and like all this crazy shit, do you think that that would outweigh the good that has been done? I can't really think of an example offhand of like the good that has become, but like, you know, you hear some shit about like some genius kid from like Nepal that just created some fucking thing and he's been like studying on the internet like in the mountains, you know, and you're like, holy shit, this kid, you know? Well, that's a, that's the thing to say that it's not it's the information that's bad, not people. That's like saying like you look at we all got the same information about the pandemic, and there's some people you know going crazy, killing people over this. They have corona, and you know you know like when I got you know the, when I got the COVID, I stayed in my home, even though I didn't feel that sick. I didn't want anybody else to get sick. You got people out there with the same amount of information about the pandemic and they're censoring pandemic information, trying to only put out good information and they're still going out, you know, going to parties. Totally good point. So demonizing information, it's just that. It's just information. It's how we interpret it and what we decide to do with that information is the problem. You you know, you got that kid in Nepal. But now also help them fill it. Yeah, but that, that same information could be used to make a weapon. You know what I'm saying? True, but now, yeah, I mean, dude, honestly, like, I I do think genuinely, like, the whole reason why I'm not even on social media is because, like, I'm sick and tired of people saying a bunch of shit that they don't know anything about, and like, I feel like, yeah, I have to agree with you. I think you should censor some information. Like, I guess. This is where we, we, we took that so sick-ass test today, which um, I want to share with people, which was great. And um, these slight, we were a couple numbers off. We all were in kind of the same quadrant, but we were a couple things off. And I think that... Um, except, except for Fez, though. Fez, <laughs> it just kind of conformed to what everybody else <laughs> So I'm saying, we what, uh, at some point, you know, yeah... It's like that's why these things are not finite. It's very they're in. A, that's why we're at this place right now. Um, in it, like these people that are in charge of the, these entities, YouTube's and Facebooks and Twitters. Although they're huge, first of all, there's only one one billion people on the internet right now. There's you know. So let's think about that. A seventh of right. Earth is on the internet. Okay. Now everybody else, everybody else isn't doing dealing with all this bullshit. But at the same time. Um, like they have a responsibility right now to decide whether they should allow people to create echo chambers for themselves like yeah okay you should be able to look at this information but what happens when an algorithm is sending you more and more and more and more of that information and you can stare at that program right you can build that that is a thing and yeah and, and when you're saying access to information how are people most of the time when people say they're doing research they're not typing on google and then bouncing citing works and going off of these researches and finding out who's whose publication is it is and what what uh you know what certifications they have and what degrees they have and what they're not doing that type of research because most people are never even taught to do that properly right so you're talking about people True. that are just YouTube. hey mark sorry to stop you i uh i have to get yeah. scooting i got a little life situation popped up um uh, it was great talking to you guys, and uh, I'll catch up with you here. In a <laughs> I like bit. that answer. All right, bro. Hey, good talking to you, man. All right, later, guys. Hey. So, yeah, what up? So, 
so I was going to talk to you about it. So, this is the way I feel about this. Is the more danger we put into an item, the less accountability we take as a, as a population for what we do. So, for example, the Second Amendment, you know, like we always say, guns don't kill people, people kill people. The information doesn't make people do anything. People make decisions. We consistently try to give objects, inanimate objects. And I think data is an inanimate object. Yeah, it's growing and changing, but it's still just a thing. And we continue the to thing. make information. these things our no, scapegoats not... for the uh, artificial. Yeah, but information is not a thing, though. It's uh, an, that's an idea. idea. I get, I get what, yeah. but I, but what I'm saying is the, so like, I look at the whole, you know, the whole justice system, right? And pe- we want to blame the cops, but it's not the cops that we're mad about. It's the lack of accountability. And then we look at people who are thrown in prison, you know, you know, and like the prosecutor knows that they throw them into prison and there's no repercussion for them. There's no accountability for them. The judge goes out of their way to make sure that person has the most strictest sentence. And even though he knows he's innocent and there's no accountability for yeah. that. I think at so many levels, we've lost accountability yeah, but... for ourselves. And I think this, this information thing is just one more idea of we can't control. Like if, if you got thrown a bunch of neo-Nazi nonsense, you wouldn't radicalized yeah. you know what I'm saying uh, and I get to what you're saying that there's the algorithms are more dangerous people are getting smarter the, the psychological techniques are getting better but we still are the ones that yeah but decisions. accountability decisions sentencing um uh, responsibility those are all ideas that's all ideas just like what's in somebody's brain that makes somebody make decisions like at the end of the day that like that stuff that's in somebody's brain is just as it's just as solid or as concrete as those other things that you talked about. So which one do we decide as people, right? Do we decide as people are dangerous or hurtful to society? And that's that's what it comes down to. What At what point do we say, okay, this stuff has been bad? I mean, if there was, if this stuff is, is bad. Like, look, Satanism, Duncan Trussell brought the shit up on the thing. The American, the... First Amendment, right to religion, technically you have every right to be a Satanist. And honestly, them trying to demonize them and make demonize them, but still demonize them and, and write them off as they like like doing terrible things to children. I think that if you actually met Satanists, you would find that they're not they don't like doing any things to kids too, right? But that's the ideas that we put towards those people, right? But that's because of what? The idea of of Christianity, the idea of all these things that we've tied to what a, being American means and all this type of shit. So it's just like, not to be totally, I don't know what's the word, nihilistic or whatever, um, but it's just like, uh, we, to be opposite of that really, we have to choose which, which, what things that we want in society or not. And there has to be a... Well, but, but that's what you're saying. If our society was allowed to choose, they would ban Satanism. And you can see it's not a problem. If that, if that same Satanist was out there. I mean, you look at people who are Christian, who kill, and we're not banning Christianity. We're like, well, that's a person outside of that. It's 
their own decision. This was a, a Christian decision they made. You get what I'm saying? There's a lot of times where we allow certain certain structures that aren't allowed to be, or they're not put under like well, scrutiny, well, like, wait, the gun, wait. like the guns. Like guns are guns are put under scrutiny, but it's always a person that uses it. It's always a person's decision. We 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 lack accountability for our own decision. We we like to blame. Oh, alcohol made me lose my job. I have an uh, I have this problem. I you know this this issue or you know the internet, social media is it's too much. It's making me angry. Like you don't have to be on social media. You know what I'm saying? We we blame these things that we no, don't have to. Our, yeah, it's decision. totally our decision. But there's things. It's totally our decision. Yes. Um. But the likelihood of somebody that's we still have to make decisions. I'm just saying there has to be somebody that makes helps at least regulate the option. Oh yeah, you know, you know what, the, you know what the the answer is? It's Neuralink, and we make it so nobody can intentionally mislead people online. There, yeah, I guess you know what I'm saying that that would be the thing. No intentional misleading. I just of man, the school shootings and shootings were like going crazy before the pandemic man were they not um cancel school no school shooting problem solved thank you corona i mean it seems like that was the only the world had to just stop in order to stop those things and i i don't i don't think that frustration or rage went anywhere i think it's still there those motherfuckers are still in the house now they just maybe turned into politics and shit now they're now they're cute which we didn't even get to get on today man Woo! um I think we should talk about that next time. I loved everything. This conversation it was badass. I miss you guys. Um, you know, I feel like we should uh, talk more often. I do too. Anytime you want to call, I'm uh, I'm always down to talk. So. You- So that was uh, that episode, man. Um, I should have them back, right? I love them so much. They're so cool. And I really want to ask them about fatherhood, you know? Um, It's crazy. I met them like two years. Okay, I met them at the age that I am now. So they were, you know, 27, 28, 29 when I was meeting them. And so to be where they are now and then all these type of things, it's just really cool. They saw me be the dumbest that I've ever been. So it's really cool. Um, I love you, Danny. I love you, Fez. I want to have you back. Let's hear out from other people, you know, uh, regardless of what they say, you're going to come back. Nevertheless, though, uh, Aqua Philosophy uh, signing out. Uh, can't wait to talk to you guys again.